This is the Find Your Focus podcast with Goals Classroom. We chat with inspiring and creative entrepreneurs to encourage, empower, and equip you to take the next steps in your photography business. We want you to leave each episode with actionable steps so that you can gain confidence, book your calendar, and earn more income with your passion. So grab some coffee or your drink of choice and let's get to it. everyone. I'm Logan Fay and the host of the Find Your Focus podcast with Cole's Classroom. Today, I'm talking to New York Times bestselling author, Kate Parker. Her books, Strong as the New Pretty and Heart of a Boy, are inspiring photographers all around the globe. Today, she shares with us how she got started in photography and how she came up with the idea for Strong as the New Pretty. She talks about how the book has changed her daughter's lives and how it has helped them view the world through a real lens instead of a photoshopped one. Something that I really love about this interview is that Kate tells us how she gets those real, raw images that you see in her books. She gives us tips on how to achieve that same look. She also tells us more about her new book, Play Like a Girl. Let's dive into this interview with Kate. Kate, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me. So before we dive into your books, can you tell us a little bit more about how you got started in photography? Yeah, so... I actually started shooting and I literally picked up a camera for the first time when I had kids. And my background was in, I was a video editor at CNN and then I moved over to advertising. So my background was like making things compelling on a screen. And when I had kids, like, you know, like tons of moms, I wanted to capture them and take pictures of them. And, and so I basically started to teach myself how to shoot manually on YouTube. And I would like master one thing and then I'd move to the next thing. And I'd learn how to edit this or I'd learn how to light this. And just one thing at a time. And I, and I basically just like taught myself how to shoot and how to do most everything online. That's amazing. Was there something that really sparked your interest in photography? I wanted to remember those little moments, like when they were little. And I wanted to capture them and I wanted to show sort of who they were and what they were doing with like the honesty without like glossing over, without showing them as, you know, in the perfect little outfits. I wanted to show them mm -hmm. who they were because they were these fierce little people with like strong personalities. And I didn't really see little girls portrayed that way in imagery. So I was like, well, I kind of, I wanted to be honest about it. So that's kind of where it all started for me. I love that. And that leads me into my next question, which is how did you come up with the idea of First Strong is the New Pretty? So it was actually like I was shooting it all along. So that's, I kind of, it was just what I was shooting. I was shooting my girls and their friends. My girls are athletic and play sports and all their friends kind of did the same. So as I was trying to get better as a photographer, I would shoot every single day and I coached their soccer teams and I would always have my camera with me. And then after, it was probably like three or four years I was asked to be part of a gallery show. So I had to find my 20 strongest images. And I realized like when I pulled the 20 strongest, most compelling images, I realized like once it was up on the wall, I was like, oh my goodness, this is about celebrating our girls for this. Not like, and I, and I kind of was doing that, but seeing it on the wall really like sort of solidified what the point was that we need to celebrate our girls for who they are. If that's not smiling for the camera, if their hair is messy, if they are angry or emotional or whatever the things they are doing or feeling, I wanted to sort of capture that, not ask them to change or brush their hair or put on a cute outfit. 
I love that. I always tell my family session clients that, you know, it's the photos that kind of catch you off guard that aren't the most perfect that really end up being the best and making the best memories. Yeah. Cause if you're, the moments are like that you are, that's a real laugh or that, mm -hmm. you know, even if it's like an eye roll or just like a real true smile are like, that's what you want. That's who you are. I'd rather capture that than something where it's like, you know, you're, oh no, this is my, this is the side I want you to capture. And I'm going to like suck my gut in and turn my shoulders and like, <laughs> make sure you're, you're like from above. And yeah, everybody, I totally agree. Everybody wants to look their best in pictures, but I don't know. I want people to look like themselves and recognize themselves. Like my like least, like I always be so afraid if somebody saw me in real life and was like, you don't look anything like your Instagram pictures, you know, like that would be so awful. <laughs> Yeah, I totally get that. I, I love the realness of your photos and just the impact that, you know, seeing these girls raw, real images of who they are, not, you know, necessarily dressed up and all done up for these photos. It's just, it really has an impact. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, it was, and it's funny, as my girls have gotten older, so now I have a 15-year-old and an 11-year-old, you know, they're on social media, they're on Instagram, they're on Snapchat, they're on TikTok, and 99% of the images that they see of women and girls reflected back to them are facetuned or filtered or altered or sort of just like changed in some way. And it's like not even attainable what, what is portrayed to them as beautiful or popular. So I'm always kind of trying to look over their shoulder and help them digest like the social media with sort of a critical eye. Like, no, that's Photoshopped or no, <laughs> those are not boobs or, you know, like that, you know, that hair isn't real or, you know, like they liquefied that nobody's hips are that large and their waist is that small. Like just trying to be like, to show them that that's not real and that no one looks like that and nobody can ever really look that in person. So, so then they don't always feel badly about what they look like. Like it's such a horrible thing that you know, it's constantly put in their face all the time. It is. It is. And I just got the chills. I have a one-year-old right now, a little girl. And just knowing that I have the opportunity to show her things like strong as the new pretty and show her what real girls look like just makes me so happy because we are filled with all of these images that are Photoshopped or just so distorted in different ways hmm. that it's nice that you have created something that girls can look at and say, oh, that's like me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Or also that these girls that are, you know, what, if she's a wrestler, if she's um, an artist or she's a singer, those are the girls you want to emulate, not the girls that are, mm -hmm. you know, are changing their bodies or feel bad about themselves that they dieted themselves down to nothing. That's not what you want to emulate. When you emulate these girls that are being themselves unapologetically and standing up for themselves and changing their communities and, you know, just sort of embracing who they are rather than trying to change it. Yes. Uh, I wish you could see my face right now because I just have such a big smile on my face. I absolutely love this. <laughs> when you started Strong as the New Pretty, what was your hope for your girls to walk away with after seeing the book? So when I made the book, so the project before it was a book, you know, it was really just like a snapshot of my kids and their friends. And that is, you know, that was a very, very specific picture of a certain girl because we live north of Atlanta and all the girls were my daughter's friends. So they all were kind of athletic and sporty. 
But strength looks so different in every girl. And I didn't want girls to feel like, oh, I have to like sports to be strong. Because that's not true. It, you know, it can be displayed in a million different ways. So like, I really had sort of, I had to really work on expanding what it looked like. And so I spent two years shooting that book and traveling all over the country, trying to find what strength looks in Los Angeles, in Chicago, in Texas, in different parts of the country, and also different socioeconomic areas. Like I really didn't want it to feel, oh, this is what strength looks like with privileged girls or girls that are of a certain, like just socioeconomic class. I wanted anybody picking up the book to find somebody that they could relate to and somebody that inspired them, that they looked up to. I love that. So since that book has come out, what impact has it had on your girls and I guess on their friends and everything as well? So the girls, honestly, and I may not be getting the full story because, you know, I'm the mom, but (laughs) all of the girls in the book seem to be really proud to be in that book. And it's, you know, I was worried because my oldest daughter is on the cover of Strong as You Pretty. And she's on the cover and she's getting ready to do a triathlon. So she's in a bathing suit. She has this like super intense look on her face. And she was eight when I took that picture. And now she's 15. She went to a new high school last year that none of the kids knew her. They didn't know me. They didn't know the book. And I was like, oh, I wonder, you know, if they find this book, are people going to make fun of Ella? Are they going to, you know, are they going to give her a hard time? And it was like completely the opposite. They were like, people would Snapchat her images. Like, we saw you in this book store. That's so cool. Like, they were so supportive of it and thought it was awesome. And so I was like, oh, I'm so glad. I feel like kids today are more open and more forgiving and just like sort of supportive, like more so than when I was younger. Like, I feel like that would have been a thing to pick on. But Mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, Ella, that's so cool. Like, you know, and I was like, oh, I love that. It's so nice that your friends are, are like proud of you for being part of this. I agree. When I was younger, I feel like that is something that you might've gotten picked on for, but that's great that that mm-hmm. is not like that right now. So while you were shooting for Strong is the New Pretty, what was the session like with the girls? Did you give them prompts? Did you just tell them to act natural? Can you kind of give us a glimpse into what that looked like? Oh, sure. So every shoot that I do, I generally have an idea of like, why am I shooting them? Are they an athlete? Do they play the violin? Do they play, you know, the cello? So I want to shoot girls. And also, I mean, I shoot boys too, but I want to shoot these kids doing the things that they are most passionate about. So I'll ask them, you know, whether it's a sport or singing or whatever the thing is, I feel like that's helped so much in like getting them comfortable and showing off a part of them that they are the most comfortable usually like they spend the most time doing that thing. And so I'll generally ask them, people always ask like, what do I wear? And, and I'm like, well, wear what you would wear if you were, if you were playing piano or you're, you know, whatever the thing you're doing. And then I always like, well, just wear your favorite outfit. Then if it doesn't need an outfit, I'm like, wear the thing that you feel the most comfortable in. Cause it comes across when you're getting your picture taken. I want people the most comfortable with themselves. I don't want people to feel like they're too tight or they can't sit or can't stretch or, and then generally, like, I just talk to them and I'll ask them about the thing they do. And that's honestly, it's like my favorite part of what I get to do. I get this little like entree into somebody else's world and get to see, you know, a blind swimmer. I get to see how she swims and how she knows when to stop. And like that she sets up a hose. So this hose hits her 
on her back and she knows that there's, you know, that she has two more strokes until she hits the wall. And, you know, I get to see her dog who is her guide dog and he sleeps at the end of the lane line and doesn't like when she does butterfly because he thinks she's drowning. And I feel like I get these amazing insights into people and things and places that I would never get to see. And like, what a privilege it is to share these with other people. I love that. I was a swimmer growing up. And so just imagining not being able to see while I'm swimming and knowing that someone actually does that, that's amazing. <laughs> I was just in awe. So yeah, this, this one girl, McLean, and I shot her, I've actually shot her for my, the book I have coming out, not next, but the one after that about courage. She was training for the Paralympics and I just got to see, I got to kind of go through a whole practice with her, which was so, so cool and eye-opening. That's amazing. I absolutely, I I love hearing (laughs) stories like that. So was, I know that you have the strongest and you're pretty and then the heart of a boy. Was the heart of a boy something that you knew would come after strongest and you're pretty? No, I did not want to shoot a book about boys at all. (laughs) I was like, no, the boys don't need this book. They're fine. They don't need me to like be their voice like I did for girls. And my publisher was like, well, we'd really like to do a book about boys in the same sort of vein as Strong's New Pretty. And I was like, all right, I will try. I, you know, basically think I'll just come back and be like, no, 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 we don't need it. But I did like two test shoots locally just to basically say like, no, we didn't need it. But then honestly, on the first shoot, I was like, oh my gosh, there's so much. Like, yes, obviously boys are much like girls are expected to be soft and pretty and sort of like compliant. Boys are expected to be strong and aggressive and just tough. And not all girls are soft and pretty and compliant and not all boys are strong and aggressive and tough. So I realized like it's literally the same message that I'm saying for girls that I'm saying for boys. So I was like, oh, I can't believe, like, my eyes were, I was just really unaware because I don't have boys. I don't spend a lot of quality time around boys. I was totally unaware that the message I was saying for girls 100% should be the same for boys. So I was like so thankful for the opportunity to shoot that book and not honestly feel like my work is only speaking to half the population because it's, the message is that we need to celebrate our kids for who they are, regardless of gender, regardless of interests, like whatever our kids are, we need to celebrate that. Oh, you gave me chills again. (laughs) My boy is three years old. So I totally relate to everything that you're saying (laughs) for both boys and girls. (laughs) So what advice do you have for someone that wants to capture real life moments like you do? So my advice is to have your camera. And honestly, like people ask me what the best camera is. The best camera is the camera that you have. So your phone is a great tool have your camera with you all the time. Like have your camera with you as much as possible because you never know when these moments are going to happen. And to train yourself to kind of always be looking, like always be looking for moments or light or a background that's interesting or emotion and anticipating it and trying to shoot it. Like I'm always kind of framing things in my head. I think it's sort of this, I don't even realize it and it's just constantly going on. I'm like, oh my gosh, that background is so great. I wish I, you know, I need my camera or let me go grab my camera. And I try to do it really quickly. So I'm not like for my kids and I'm not like impacting whatever the actual thing is that's going on. And then like do it really quickly, get two frames, three frames, whatever, and then move on. So they're not all, you know, 
I'm not annoying them constantly, basically. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. My kids tend to shy away from the camera now when I get it out just because I'll bring it out and try to take pictures for a half hour. And of course they get tired of it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, do like two minutes. And then also like when my kids were younger, I would also like save bubbles or something like something fun that they really loved. I'd be like, Oh, let's do bubbles. And then look his bubbles and kids are like the best thing ever. They, <laughs> my kids are like, I said, they're older, they're teenagers and they still love bubbles. Yes. I think everyone does. Yeah. <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit more about the books that you have coming out? Oh, sure. So I have a book that's coming out. It's called play like a girl. It's coming out in August. And it's, so I grew up playing soccer, played through college, still play. And both of my girls play. And I learned so many lessons from the game about being strong and about teamwork and about believing in yourself and believing that, you know, in your body is meant to do things, not look a certain way. And it's just really kind of a love letter to the game. And I'm so excited. Like there, we have, you know, Megan Rapinoe's in the book. We have a bunch of women's national team players in it. And it spans girls age three to 62 who still play soccer. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. <laughs> so if our listeners want to find you on social media, where can we, where can we find you? My website is Kate T. Parker. And I would say that the easiest place, cause I update it every day is at Kate T. Parker on Instagram. And then I'm also at strong is new pretty on Instagram as well, which is, that's more like skewed for girls. And Kate T. Parker is me. Cause I also, I'm also a commercial photographer. So it's like a mix of what books I'm working on, what my family's doing. And then The Strongest New Pretty is more about like angles and aimed at inspiring and empowering girls. Well, thank you so much. We will link all of those, all of your social media links in our show notes for everyone to be able to find you easier. But thank you so much for chatting with me today. Oh my gosh. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Find Your Focus podcast with Cole's Classroom. I hope that you got some great takeaways from this episode that you can apply to your business. Make sure to visit colesclassroom.com backslash podcast for the show notes and any links that we talked about during this episode. If you like this episode, head over to iTunes and tap that five-star button and leave us a review.